levels above you, baby. Hug me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. And that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 7 of the One World Podcast. Tyler and Sherv here, and we'll get right into it. I'm super excited for this episode. I know Sherv is too. Um, definitely have a, a really, as I mentioned last episode, we have a big announcement at the end of it for sure, but we'll hold on to that for now and we'll get started. And I know Sherv was um, talking to me you know, before this podcast started and he came in with a pretty cool, um, you know, message that I wanted him to start this off with. So, you know, Sherv, take it away and, you know, start this off with kind of what you were telling me a few minutes ago and um, kind of the message that we wanted to get across to, to the, the listeners right now. Yeah, absolutely, Ty. And the quote that really comes to mind during this uh, this tough period of time for a lot of people, and it's really a quote that I've lived the majority of my life by, it's, uh, your elevation may require your isolation. Uh, and what this really means is that this is an opportunity for a lot of you, obviously with the unfortunate circumstances that we have right now in this climate um, and what's going on with this virus, a lot of us are kind of isolated and we're all alone and you know kind of shut off from the outside world. This is an opportunity for a lot of us. A lot of us are, are viewing this as kind of a tragedy and, God, I can't go out and do this and that. I can't see this person and that person. This is an opportunity and you need to seize it. I'm going to tell you why. Um, like I said, this is a quote that I've kind of lived a lot of my life by, um, and I'll, I'll repeat it again because it's a powerful one. Your elevation may require your isolation. Uh, and I'll dive into what this means right now. This is the perfect time for a lot of you to be able to dive into your own brains and start to master yourselves. And what that means is a lot of you have not sat down for a while. Even myself, I haven't done this for a while. Be able to sit down with just Sherv or Tyler to sit down with just Tyler for a while and really figure out all the things about yourself, um, whether your, your goals, your habits, um, whatever it is, things that are stopping you from getting to your goals, which kind of dives back into your habits, and dissecting yourself in your own mind and mastering yourself in every way possible. And the only way you do that is by shutting out all outside noise and being alone with yourself. Um, this is the best time to do that. I mean, you have no other excuse. I mean, you're, you're kind of forced to do that. Um, and, you know, I, uh, I, I like to think that extroverts are professional introverts in a way. Uh, and I'm going to let Tyler kind of dive into that because it's an interesting, it's an interesting topic that, um, you know, it's made me, uh, become better at dealing with other people because I've mastered myself. It's helped me master interaction with other, other people. And Tyler, I'll let you dive more into this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the way you phrased that. Um, you said like extroverts are professional introverts and, you know, it definitely applies in a, in a lot of scenarios. And obviously there's, there's plenty of extroverts who absolutely just despise being alone. And it's in most of it, I'm going to say right now is because they never have tried to and ha- never have been truly alone or isolated in a, you know, in the situation where they are just fully introspecting, looking at themselves, looking at the past decisions they've made, um, whatever it may be. And that's exactly what you have to go through and do to master yourself. And, you know, I'll, 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 I'll go into why I'm so passionate about the subject of, of mastering yourself and finding out who you truly are. Um, but, you know, just a quick example, you know, look at, you know, your friends, yourself on a daily basis, what you typically do. Every time you get, you become alone, you're, you're at home, you're sitting by yourself, you're constantly seeking, or, you know, many people are constantly seeking some external, some, something external to go latch onto, texting a friend, going to a movie, going to a store, just going to do something to come, to alleviate that, that, that 
boredom, and I'm doing air quotes here because you obviously can't see it, but that boredom um, that they're having or experiencing, people want to go find something out there to get rid of that for them. And this situation, you know, here with the coronavirus, everything going on right now, people being literally forced into their homes, not able to go out. There's no, you can't go socialize, can't go to a party, can't go to a movie, can't go to a bar, can't go to a restaurant. These are times that no one, no one, humanity, many, no one has experienced this exact thing before. And what this exact thing is, is you being forced into your home by yourself for long periods of time. And when it comes down to it, yeah, you can only scroll through Instagram, scroll through Facebook, watch so much Netflix until there comes a point where there's no longer really anything external to latch onto. And at this point is where you start to look within and you're left alone with your thoughts. And this is something, a subject that really scares a lot of people is being left alone with their thoughts. Mm -hmm. And for me, and sure, if I know, I love this type of thing. I love being alone at times. I love, yeah, exactly. Being able to deep dive into my thoughts, like look at myself, real, like, you know, self-realize, do that full introspection. And I've talked about this before and that's what so many people are so scared to do. And it's because there's things that they want to change about themselves. There is an avenue of growth they want to embark on. But the first step is looking within and realizing, okay, what exactly is it that I want to change about myself? What exactly is it I'm unhappy with? Uh, the things I've been doing, what have I been unhappy about? Who have I been surrounding myself with? What have been my actual actions in everyday life outside of this house? And then when you do that, the answers are clear. The answers come to you. The answers are literally, it's you can't you can't argue the facts and when you look at yourself and you look within you realize the true that your true actions and your true what your true attention has been and once that has been accepted by you you realize what has to change and where you need to go from there and you know with anything writing a paper doing homework you know going to practice um, training for something starting is always the hardest part and for most people Starting a massive change is the first The first step in that is finding out where you're at and accepting it and then making the choice to move forward. And that's the exact situation this you know whole pandemic and everything has forced people into is a true, you know, a true introspection of themselves. And they have to look within. They have to find out what have I been happy about myself doing? What have I been unhappy with? And they, they have to make that decision. And this is going to be a really cool time I think coming out of this um, because so many people are going to have this you know conversation with themselves and look within find out the things they're not happy about with themselves the things that they are happy about themselves the lessons they've learned the things they've regretted they're going to see all of these things and there's no way to you know fully realize that and then go back to your old ways and be happy about it in the long term. And, you know, an example of this is, you know, for, think about this. Someone comes, you know, they're, they're forced into isolation, do this introspection. Maybe they're thinking about their job, their their hobby, the sport they've been playing, how whatever it is. They're going to look at that and there's, you know, there's one answer. Am I happy with what I'm doing? And the answer is pretty much yes or no. And... No one that goes in and does the full introspection and, you know, finds themselves and really, you know, sees what they've been doing wrong is going to go out, go back to that nine to five job that they that they absolutely hate, they don't enjoy doing. And after three months of being alone with your family, having these conversations with yourself, with your family, 
you know, really realizing the true values in your life and, you know, the, the true value of life, you're not going to go back to your old ways and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to stay in this nine to five job that I've been unhappy with for so long. And what's about to happen is so many people are about to realize their true value and they're going to walk into that first day and be like, what have I been doing for all these years? What have, you know, why have I not already decided to make a change? Because this just put an entire halt to everything that we thought to be normal and that we thought it had to be the way it was. This just proved everything wrong and threw all of that out the window. You now realize you can look inside that dramatic things can happen in the outside world and, you know, a complete halt has been stopped to all of our social norms, every everyday practices. And you can see how, you know, maybe the structure of everything isn't how it has to be. Maybe there is room for change. Maybe there is room for growth here. Maybe there is room for new opportunities outside the box that I haven't really thought about yet. And, you know, this whole unorthodox thing going on right now, it's never happened before. It's making people realize that, you know, things aren't as you know, structured and for sure as they thought they were. And they're going to start valuing their own opinion a little bit more. And once that starts to happen and people start realizing their true value, so much good is going to come from this. And I know I just rambled about that for a while, but I I want you to bring that back to the key point of what this exact outside scenario is forcing us all to do. And that is to look within Find out the things we're happy about, not happy about, and where we want to change and that path we want to go on. And we talk about the, you know, your passion. You have to chase your passion. You have to go after it. And so many people are going to realize that maybe what their job that they were doing is more of a external responsibility than it is as their purpose or their mission. And when you do that full introspection, you kind of realize what you're passionate about. You get fired up about certain subjects, certain ideas, certain things, and you know, start gearing your life towards those things as you find them out for yourselves. And a lot of people have never simply been in that spot to find out what they're passionate about. And so what we're saying is, you know, take full advantage of this. And you know, there's, there's a quote out there, definitely a controversial quote of, you know, never waste a good crisis. And this is, <laughs> you know, like I said controversial, take it how you will, but like for like, take that, you know, how it sounds like you never waste the opportunity for self-growth, never waste the opportunity to, you know, you have a rare opportunity to have no external responsibilities. No one, your boss can't call you, tell you to go in. Your friends can't call you, tell you come to this party. So take advantage of that aspect of this look within and then go on that journey of self-improvement, self-betterment, that what have you wanted to do? What's that skill you wanted to master? That thing you wanted to try, that that movie you wanted to watch that or maybe you were embarrassed to watch around your friends, whatever it is, go and try and do it. The second you find out what it is, go for it. And, you know, don't waste this time right now being sad about all the things happening and, you know, also, you know, stay educated on the subject, be, you know, be mindful of the people going through this, the people who have been inconvenienced and all, you know, the terrible things that have come of this, be mindful of those things. But when it comes down to it, look at yourself, the situation you're in. And if you're in a situation where you are capable of going on this journey of self-betterment and self-improvement throughout these next few weeks, you are so lucky and in such a incredible position. So know that, you know, internalize that and then make the choice to go and embark on that journey and we talk about the journey all the time and you know i'll hop off the soapbox and send this back to sheriff here but i really wanted to ram that home now is you know take the situation you're in and take full advantage of where you're at and 
you know, embark, finally embark on that journey of self-improvement and that, that thing that you've wanted to do for so long and get after it that way. Um, but yeah, that's what I wanted to touch on. I mean, I'll swing it back to Sherv real quick, but that was definitely a huge point I wanted to hammer home for oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. No, those are all great points. Um, guys, well, I kind of want to dive into, I mean, off of what Tyler was saying, you can't view this time as an excuse. And what I mean by that is you have every excuse in the world right now not to do, you know, to, to kind of hop off of your workout routine or your, uh, your daily routine of, of homework or studying for whatever it is. Uh, don't view this time as an excuse to do something. You view this as an opportunity to do that exact thing. And um, Tyler kind of dived into uh, that side of things and really seizing the opportunity to better yourself every, every day and um, do a bunch of things that either you were too embarrassed or you weren't able to do because of all the outside noise. This is a great opportunity to do that. I'm going to dive into a little bit more of um, kind of how I viewed this and really for, for, the, for the people who have a deep, deep competitive desire and competitive hearts who really want to go out there and, and beat everyone else around them and be the best at, uh, at whatever it is in their respective field that they want to be the best at and why this time is a perfect opportunity to do that. I'll give you an example. So obviously with this whole thing happening, many of you know, gyms are closing everywhere. Uh, gyms are one of the dirtiest, most germ bacteria infested places that you can find. I mean, no one that I see in gyms wipes off the benches, dumbbells, nothing. <laughs> I, I don't do it. I don't, I don't fucking care. Um, so why would anyone else? And th that's the first place where people get infected. So hands down, those are all shut down. There's even my, I have a private little gym, uh, powerlifting gym about 15, 20 minutes away from me. Really nice gym. I didn't, I mean, only like probably 15, 20 people ever go there at most at a time. And, you know, that got shut down. I did not see that coming. And the, the innate response at first becomes, well, shit. I mean, I guess I just can't work out. Uh, I guess I can't get better. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. That's the initial response because it's the easy thing to do. And it's kind of uncomfortable for my, for my mind and my body to do otherwise. Then I realized, all right, I'm kind of a bitch if I do that because there are other options out there and the option becomes, all right, I'm just going to build my own gym. And, you know, I went to Home Depot, I bought some wood and I bought some plywood, I bought some like rubber, things like that. I built a deadlift, uh, a deadlift platform, uh, found this guy on Craigslist, I, I bought some, uh, some plates, things like that. I just made the best of a, of a shit situation. And at the end of the day, I'll tell you why I really did this. It wasn't because, well, it's not only because I, I love working out and doing what I do. It's not because of that. It, it obviously that that is part of it, but that is not the main reason. The main reason was I sat down with myself for a little bit and I thought there is a lot of people I'm going up against, a lot of people I'm competing with, and they are in the same. We're all in the same situation right now. None of us have gyms, so what am I gonna do to get ahead on those people? I'm gonna make those people get on my level, and that's the mentality you have to have competitively. Is I'm not competing against everyone else. Everyone else is competing with me. And I made, made that declaration when I went and built my own gym. I said, okay, if you want to compete with me, that means you have to go and you have to build your own gym. Uh, you have to spend however much money. And I'm not, look, disclaimer, I'm not telling you guys just because your gym closed down, you need to spend five or $600 to go build a home gym. It's not what I'm telling you. It's the notion of if you want to compete with me, guess what? You got to spend, you got to drop 500 bucks and you have to build your own, uh, all your own. Uh, kind of deadlift platform or whatever else it is you have to build your own gym if you want to keep up with me 
And that's the statement I made for myself. And I bring that mentality and every single time I step into my basement, I start working out and it's driven me to an absolutely completely different level of madness in my workouts, my mentality. And the only reason I was able to do that is because I had to sit down with myself. I was alone with Sherv and was able to kind of figure that out and have that time to think, how, how am I going to treat this time? And I treated it as an opportunity rather as an excuse. This is an opportunity for me to get up, uh, get, get a leg up on the, on the competition, on the opposition, not an excuse for me to stop working out or give up on my diet. No, this is the best absolute time for me to do that because the normal person, which I am not, which Tyler is not, which hopefully none of you guys are the normal person right now. That's what they're doing. They're getting off the workout plan because it's the easy thing to do. They're getting off of their diet plan. It's the easy thing to do. The psychopaths out there like us, they're doing whatever they can to seize this opportunity. Um, and, you know, I, I don't I don't love doing those things of kind of doing the crazy things of going. I, I didn't love going to Home Depot and buying all this plywood uh, and, and coming back and building it. It was the most frustrating process of my life. I like drilled. I almost drilled like three nails into my hand by accident. I like had I had cuts all over my all over like my forearms and things from like the saw slipping by accident. You know, it, it was it was terrible. I was getting so mad. I almost put like three holes in my wall. But. At the end of the day, it wasn't me loving every single step of that process. It was me being so obsessed with the end result that I didn't give a shit uh, about the hard work. The hard work was irrelevant. The end result is all I cared about. And at the end of the day, it's even the further, further down end result of, um, of winning a national championship or whatever it is or beating all the, all the other competition. That is what drove me to do those things. So I tell you guys that so you can take that and implement that into your own life. Whatever the hell your goal is, right now is the best time uh, possible to, to, to go and work on those things. Um, and, and one thing, one other thing I, I kind of want to go into is, look, this is the best time for you guys to kind of unleash that dark side you have in you uh, and really go rogue. Turn off your phones. Go go off the grid. You, you don't – I mean, I know a lot of you right now are just addicted to your phones. I see people are all over – Twitter, Instagram, things like that, making memes or whatever the hell they're because there's nothing else better to do. Just turn off the damn phone, go rogue, go off the grid, just work on only yourself. And that's really what I've been able to do and how that's changed my mindset towards this thing. And I've gone like insane and I've loved and embraced this isolation um, as it's been able to you know, allow me to, to work on myself and, and do all those things. So um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it on Don't, that side. A- absolutely. And you know, sure all, you know, you can, you can literally hear the passion in his voice behind it and it, it's absolutely fantastic. And you know, he's saying like, you don't have to go out and build a $500 gym in your basement. Like there's things you can do for your specific self that, you know, what he means, you know, the principle behind it. And for you, if that is going out and, you know, bringing all these materials together to build your own gym, then go ahead and do it. I mean, I'll give it another example. So for me, you know, I run a marketing agency. And literally my, my job is to bring like local businesses around the country, customers on a daily basis. And if you haven't know, looked at what's going on right now, there's, there's no basically small businesses around the country open. So, or if, and if they are open, they don't have a massive budget to be spending on ads. So it's been a very big switch and I'm a part of a couple different communities who, you know, are the groups that help each other, you know, um, 
come up with better ideas, cultivate, you know, just uh, an environment for success in this industry. And, you know, people have been freaking out. People have been saying, how am I going to keep up with, how am I, how am I going to get clients in the door? How am I going to get new, new business? And, you know, that's like the initial response, like he said, like, like Sherv was saying, that's the initial response is, oh, I guess I just can't do any more outreach. I guess I just can't take any on any more clients. No, I have been outreaching more than I ever have for my business. I have been putting messages out to these companies, telling them, hey, let's be proactive about this. We might not have the money now, but let's come up with a game plan so that when this is all set and done, we can hit the go button and be 10 steps ahead of everyone who's going to start getting back into it as this is all wrapping up. But we're going to be already here. And that's what I've been doing for my clients. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a gym client right now. He, you know, the gyms are closed and stuff. So we have an at-home workout program. We've been marketing and trying to get out there. So there's all kinds of alternatives, but it's so easy to flip on that excuse switch and be like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be a good break, I guess. We'll take advantage and just chill at home. And, you know, if, if you've been grinding and on your grind so much and this is exactly what you needed, a, a quick break, relax, you know, hang out with your family. You'll be a part of their lives. Maybe you haven't been able to see them in a while or spend quality time. If that's what you've been missing, then do that. If you've been wanting to get on a gym grind, then do a crazy at-home workout program. If you've been wanting to outreach to more businesses for your business, then do it and do it in an outside-of-the-box way that people don't teach you in a book, but maybe, you know, these common sense things like, all right, let's be proactive about it. Let's come up with a cool plan. Maybe you can pay me two weeks down the road after this gets started back up. We'll come up with a campaign now. And you know what I'm saying? There's all types of alternatives you can take no matter what path you're on, no matter what industry you're in, no matter if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, if you're a sibling, if you're a business owner, or if you're, if you're a student, whatever it is, there is no reason that you have to, you know, have that initial reaction become your reality of, you know, time to take a break, no reason to do any more work, nobody else is. Like Sherv said, use this as an opportunity, not an excuse, an opportunity to then put one leg up on your opponent, on the person going at you. And we always talk about how there's all the, the complacency episode we have. There's always someone coming for that next record, that next best thing. And if you're on that path and you pause, there's going to be someone out there who is not hitting the pause button. Yeah. They're accelerating 10 times more because they understand exactly what me and Sherv are saying. You know, we don't want to, I don't want to come off, you know, as telling you like, get off your couch and go do something right now. Like, no, like everyone's situation is specific to them, but you know, internalize the message that we just yeah. said to you. Is it right for you? What is right for you? And how can you implement the principles of what we just said into your life? And that's a question that only you can answer. Um, but we just, you know, we just gave you the examples of how we've been treating the situation in our daily lives and how we've been viewing it as an optimistic opportunity. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not forgetting about all the people who have been, you know, affected by this, this crazy thing happening. And you know, there's has been tragedy, and people's lives have been tampered with, and you know, families have been, you know, torn apart. But when you look at it, there is all the opportunity for all the exact opposite. Adversity creates opportunity for growth. It creates opportunity for innovation and it creates opportunity for new things to be born. And that's what we want you to see here and how can that affect you in your daily life. And I'll pass this back over to Sherry one more time before we wrap it up here. But that was uh, that's the message we really want you guys to get from this episode. And that's, that's what we want you guys to utilize in your daily lives. Yeah, absolutely. And one last thing I kind of want to touch on guys is when I talk about uh, going rogue uh, for, for this time being, turning off your phones and just kind of going off the grid and focusing on only you. Look, going rogue is really the idea of tapping into the selfish part uh, of, of you and your mind 
And at, at this point, you are fully excused to be as selfish as possible for yourself. And, and like what Tyler was saying earlier, look, this is your excuse to, to kind of be well, different kind of excuse, not, not your excuse to slack off, but your excuse to be uh, kind of catering towards yourself, mastering your own mind and be as selfish as possible. You don't have to worry about other people. You don't have to worry about your friends telling you, oh, come to the come to the club or go, come to this party or come do that. Come hang out. You don't have to worry about uh, going into work or going into class or whatever it is, except for Zoom classes, maybe. Um, I know that's a touchy, sensitive topic <laughs> right now. I know it is for me. Um, but at the end of the day, this is your excuse to be selfish. It's not your excuse to be uh, to, to slack off and be lazy. It's your excuse to be selfish and work on only yourself. So, uh, I mean, that's kind of reiterating what we've been talking about this whole time. But I, I want a lot of want, want you guys to really understand that part. Absolutely. And that's a great way to really close it out. And so I hope you guys got the message of what we wanted to preach to you today is, you know, really use this as an opportunity. And, you know, I, like I said, stay educated, um, stay, stay informed as to what is going on in the outside world, because that is, you know, you have to in order to be effective in an outside world. But, you know, take this time to look inside, look at yourself, figure out what it is you want to do, what you want to change and make it happen. And even if it's just a small start, just make that start. And, you know, I'll leave it there with the podcast. So I hope you guys got a lot out of that message. And, you know, I'll start to transition real quick into the announcement. And so, I mean, Sherv and I are definitely pretty excited. Um, one of my uh, my good friends, um, his name is Caesar Redeem. And he's actually going to be coming on the podcast um, and actually be hosting um, quite a few episodes with us in the upcoming future. And there's actually going to be uh, a lot of really, really cool guests he's going to be um, bringing on. Um, so stay tuned for that. We're going to have our first episode with some guests coming up up in the very near future and like I said these, these are some guests that actually might surprise you of who they are and where they uh, where they do their daily work I should say so it's going to be pretty cool I'm very excited to talk more about this in the next episode hopefully we'll have Caesar on for that one we've been working something out with that but definitely very exciting for all of us involved and exciting for you guys to you know hear a new voice and hear a new perspective coming into the podcast so you know stay tuned um, I hope you enjoyed episode 7 of the One World Podcast and I hope uh, you guys are hyped for episode 8 as we are so you know stay hopeful guys stay motivated out there stay educated on everything you know and Look inside and start to make that change that you want to make because right now is the time to make it happen. So, um, you know, best of luck with everything going on, guys. And we are looking forward to talking to you next time. Thanks so much and have a great rest of your night. You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Hug me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. And that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. I'm